Good afternoon, Chris. Sean, how are you, man? I am good. I'm good. Getting ready to welcome you here to Atlantic City uh, on Friday over at Borgata Event Center with Seven Dust and Tremonti. Uh, I saw you guys uh, hit the road about a week ago or so. How's the tour been going? Great, man. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's a full blown rock show every night, so we get to we get to geek out as fans, and then we have to put on a show. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's been a lot of fun, man, seeing everybody come out, and it's good to be back in front of people again. I, I saw you did some scattered shows throughout the year, but uh, this is the first like actual tour. Uh, some people might think Dalton yeah. Seven Dust Tremonti maybe a little bit of an odd pairing, but you go all the way back to 2008 with the guys in Seven Dust. Yeah, but you know what's cool? Like we're we're fans of each other's music and ultimately we're fans of music and i think it's you know i think we share similar fans yeah stylistically we're very different but at the at the core of it we we're about good music and and friendship and um it's cool to see our fan bases merge and and cross paths and you know it's cool for us to introduce our fans to seven dust and i think seven dust feels feels the same uh and as well as tremani so for us it, it doesn't feel odd maybe to the fan bases it feels odd but for us it's just like having family out on tour here in jersey you might remember this show you played a festival and you went on right before Twisted Sister. That's an odd pairing. Yeah, that is an odd pairing. And, uh, you know, we've opened for Kiss. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's about the music. And, and when when we go over to Europe, uh, you know, I don't think people pay attention as much to, you know, the, the various styles of music. I think they're just there to appreciate all music. And, and we've been on, you know, weird bills over there with, you know, with, Group that you just it, on paper it, it's weird, but the fans don't care, and I think that's uh, I think that's a cool thing. Of course, you're out in the road and you are supporting the new record, Dearly Beloved. It came out in September. New label as well. Uh, how's it working with a new label after all these years? Well, it's my label, so you know I'm a pain in the ass to work with. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this is the first independent uh, record, and it was. It was a very uh, liberating task, but at the same time, very daunting because, you know, you, it's all on you. It's all on you to um, promote. It's all on you to, you know, pay for the videos, pay for the, the, you know, everything. But at the same time, artistically, it's the most uh, fulfilling, uh, I think, I've felt uh, on any project. I remember when you first came out with the debut, and I was working at the rock station, and we, we played the hell out of the, the track What I Want with Slash. And then, obviously, you had a lot of success in different formats over the years. With this right. record, with this record, you've come back to uh, to rock radio. World on Fire did well, and Heavy is the Crown, a top five rock single. So congratulations on that. Thank you very much, man. It feels, it feels really good to be... Uh, it feels it feels like home, you know. It feels like we uh, took a long, long vacation away, and we're we're very happy to be back. Very happy that uh, you know the, that we're being embraced and and welcomed back with open arms. So we're very grateful for that. And uh, like I said, it just it, to, to us it just feels like home. So we go back to the uh, the debut, simply called Daltry. Uh, it's 15 years as of November 21st, so we're almost at the 15th anniversary. Can you believe that? How much time has passed by? It, it 
blows my mind. Like it, it, it doesn't even. It feels like a few lifetimes ago uh, when that record came out. Like I don't even recognize that guy anymore. So it's uh, <laughs> it's really interesting to to reflect back on. I mean, you put out several records, and and I was reading uh, something, and I knew this, but a lot of people might not know this. That Daltrey, it's a band. You've been you've you've had the same band pretty much the core since the very beginning. It's not just a solo project. What is it like to keep a band together all these years? Because you see members in and out of bands all the time, but you you pretty much got the core right there. Yeah, I mean, we've seen, um, you know, pretty much the the only revolving members were, were drummers, and uh, we've had Brandon now for almost three records, so he's he's been with us the longest, and he's uh he's he's no longer the new guy you know what i mean and and lvo was uh an addition after break the spell uh on keyboards and vocals and yeah as far as the core it's been it's been the same since the first record so we're uh i don't know the secret other than you know i think we've we've certainly matured a, a lot together and we've allowed each other space and you know we know when to back off we know when to uh i think we're just um more mature now than than we were then and i don't know i i hear stories where bands can't stand to be in the same dressing room and you know we've certainly had tense moments but i i don't think we've ever been to that level where we couldn't stand to be around each other i i certainly feel terrible for any band that <laughs> has to deal with that but we're not one of them. I've heard stories of four separate limos, four separate hotel hotels, not just rooms, and then they just get on stage and they get off stage, and then it's it's basically a business. As a fan, when you hear that, I think it takes away a little bit of, of the music and stuff that they can't stand each other. Yeah, and then you see them on stage like cutting up, and and you're like, wait a minute, something. They're they're great actors, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, that, that sounds miserable and very expensive. <laughs> you know, different different buses, different different limo, like all of that. Like, I don't know. I don't even know if it's worth it at that point. But for us, still, still happy to play in a band together. So um, hopefully that doesn't change. Obviously, the debut came out 15 years ago. You got on our radar with, with American Idol. And, and, and that's a good thing. And some people... It gets a label and it's not a good thing. Have you, right. do you? Do you still deal with that 15 years later, where people's like, "Oh, that that guy's just from American Idol," or I think you've shaken that away and gotten rid of that with the success you've had? You know, I really don't. Um, it's been actually, it's been really cool. You know, to we get embraced by so many people in the rock community that that literally never comes up. And I'd like to think that that people see the authenticity and and the fact that. You know, I was singer-songwriter before I went on that show and played in clubs and did did a lot of the uh, the legwork before that. Um, but you know, for me, it was it was a huge opportunity to get in front of people that I couldn't get in front of. That was a time before YouTube, a time before um, you know Instagram, and where where people had all these great outlets to get their music out. I didn't have that at my fingertips. So to me, it was like an obvious thing to get on the biggest television show in the world and <laughs> either fail miserably, but get your voice, get your you know name out there or, or actually do something with the show. And, and it did far better than I ever anticipated. You know, I thought I would get on there last a week or two and get more gigs at home. You know, that was my, <laughs> that was my short sighted goal. Man, it turned out, you know, far greater than that. I never anticipated it taking me all over the world. I, I don't regret it one bit, and we've really not gotten any flack from it in the 
in the music world, I mean, there's always going to be rock fans that, that find it, um, that's not the, the cool way to do it, or that's not the legit way, or, or he's not legit because he was on this TV show. But I feel like people have kind of opened their minds a lot more since that show, since, you know, 15 years ago, just because you change with the times, and you wonder, you know, in a time where that stuff is available, if other artists had that opportunity, would they have done something like that? You know, who, who's to say? Uh, do you stay in contact with any of the artists that were on that you were on the show with? I mean, I stay in touch with them as much as, as anyone stays in touch with anyone these days. I mean, <laughs> everybody's got so much of their own life going on, and I hardly even stay in touch with my own band members outside of <laughs> being on tour. So it's, I'm, I'm terrible about that. But, yeah, there's a couple of them that we text every now and then, but it's a it's really difficult to keep track of everyone in general. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm just really bad about keeping in touch with anyone. <laughs> my wife and my kids pretty much when I'm at home, take up all, you know, that's, that's where I, you know, all my focus is. So. Well, you should probably keep in contact with them. That's the, that's the important people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, Top priority and everything else is ancillary. I, I noticed a few years ago that you you sort of kind of returned to the to the like TV show roots. You did the Masked Singer. How did that come about, and what was that like? <laughs> I remember seeing a video years ago of um, Ryan Reynolds on YouTube. Uh, he was, I think, it was Masked Singer, the Korean Masked Singer. It was like the original one, and he was. It was this video of him in a unicorn suit and he was singing and of course ultimately you know he gets revealed as ryan reynolds and i was like that looks like the most fun i would love to do something like that if the opportunity ever comes up and lo and behold a few years later i get asked if i was interested and i was like absolutely <laughs> i just i just wanted to see what that was like and it was so much fun it was you know it was it was probably the most difficult singing conditions i've ever performed in just the weight of the suit the heat you know, your lack of peripheral vision, it was, it was, uh, it was, I was gasping for breath at all, at every note, but it was, it was so much fun. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was as simple as that. They asked if I wanted to do it and I jumped at it. Okay. Dearly beloved came out in September. Everybody get a hold of that. And of course, tickets are still available. Limited tickets available for this Friday at Borgata at the event center. We're going to be Daltrey, Seven Dust and Tremonti. Still doing some tickets here on air as well. I thank you for some time, Chris. Continued success. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you on Friday night here in Atlantic City. Sounds good. We'll see you there. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Later.